Our podcast might contain some strong language. Welcome to the Red Carpet Treatment with me, Jordan Stevens, brought to you by the Brits with MasterCard. All right, on the podcast today is James Bay. James Bay is an English singer-songwriter and guitarist. You guys should know him. He's had some massive songs. He's Grammy and Ivan Novello nominated, all right? It's no joke. He's won a couple of Brits himself, nominated for more, collaborated with Legends, opened for Bruce Springsteen, worked with John Legend, Alicia Cara. There's so much good stuff in. You know, we totally got along. We went back and forth. He did Soccer Aid. I haven't, that kind of vibe. I think he's great. It's great to hear about his journey and what he plans to do with the future whether or not he's going to drop a fourth album. And he talks about his new single, really charming guy. Also shares his name with a, a large pool of water in Canada, James Bay. This man, aside from his musical prowess, it, oh no, this is an annoying intro for you. Why? Everyone keeps going on about your hats. Sorry, James Bay, everyone. Really, I should have begun by just talking about your many, many achievements. But you want to talk about hats? I don't. Why does everyone keep going on, on about hats with you? Because I've worn one a lot. One. Yeah. Was it literally only one hat? I've got a few of the same. Exactly the same design? Show business. Oh my God. You've got to create the illusion. Wait, so like, hold on. The exact same hat? Mm -hmm. Until recently, literally a year ago, a very nice person in America who runs a cool hat makers. This brilliant guy, Patrick, red belly hats, massive plug, and he deserves it. Yeah. Offered to make me a hat, completely out of the blue. First time anyone's offered to make me a hat, as far as I know. The first time, even yeah, though you're yeah. wearing that same hat, a thousand yeah. different, how many yeah. versions of that first hat? Three. Oh, three. I can't. I thought you were say 30. No, I can't. That would have been more exciting. It's just one hat. I don't smell that bad. Hat a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So someone's made you a hat. Someone's now. made me a hat. It's very nice. And That's love the story. <laughs> Where is it then? It gets sort of swapped in now and again, depending on how I'm feeling pre-show. Do I want the hat with a bit more sort of pattern on it or the plain guy? Always wearing a hat for the show. Uh, pretty much. I've, I've had some years where I didn't. I was rolling around with a hat on and long hair underneath since way before Anybody knew who I was. Right. I was like standing in the streets of Brighton, busking, I'm or doing like open yeah. mic nights or whatever, with my hat on. And I was doing it repetitively, like thinking maybe if people don't remember the song, but they like the sound, they'll go. He was in a hat, he had with long a hair. Hat. Long hair hat. It's like guy. a whole idea. Is that too preconceived? Maybe. I mean, you've got to do what you've got to do. So In those early stages. This is it. So I did it for ages. Where in Brighton were you busking? In front of the Theatre Royal, uh, opposite the Dome. That was a big road. I had a good, yes. I had a good day on a I Saturday afternoon. Because only like taxis and buses. By the wagon and, and horses. Wagon and horses and the mash tun. Yeah. And there were so many people mash stood tun. in that road. Always. Cars couldn't come through. And that was all because of my busking. Because you were just killing it. It's a great Out time. here blocking roads. I, I, mean, I jangled home with so much change in my case. What? It's great. Jangled. Yeah. James Bay, the jangly home. Full, full, <laughs> full, full jangle. You'd have to leave by about 7 30 because the mash tun gets live. It gets crazy in there. Did you go into the mash tun afterwards sometimes, spend all the money that you made? You know what, actually? Is this too real? It was when I didn't make much money though, weren't it? Really? It was just a bit like, oh, tough day, I'll just buy a couple of beers. Bad days, you would drink it away. Yeah. Damn. You could only do so much though. <laughs> I, if I've got enough for two beers, I'm only drinking away for two beers. Yeah, two beers of, of anti-sadness. It's okay. But obviously drinking isn't the way to deal with emotions. It's not. So you went to BIM. I went to BIM. How was that? I should say, just to be completely real and clear, because I loved going oh, to BIM. Oh, you didn't drop out, did you? I dropped out. Why? For good reason, I think. It was the perfect way to like leave my parents' house for the first time in my life. I went to this place where in the classroom there was like guitars hanging on the walls and that's all, they sort of had me at that. Right. So I course. went I went sort of for that. Yeah. Uh, it was a good opportunity. It was an exciting time to be like just sort of on my own for the first time in my life, do whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah. And I had a lot of fun doing that and I guess eventually I had more fun 
like going out and doing a hundred open mic nights and, right. and gigs and busking and whatever than I was having fun like being in the classroom. No disrespect. That's a fair thing to say. Hey, okay. listen, I'm kind of anti-school, if anything. There you go, I love that. But at least Bim's more open-minded. Bim's very open-minded. And actually, to, what, what was cool is that I guess Bim stay in touch. Maybe, maybe like a lot of these music colleges, maybe not, I don't really know. I can only speak for Bim. They stay in touch with labels and managers and people who might want to know if there's any exciting unsigned yeah. artists or whatever. Yeah. And that's what happened. Uh, the guys who managed me to this day were in touch and said, anything worth coming to check out? And, they, and Bim said, I think you might like James. Oh, really? So you had management? So I had a manager. I had my, my two managers, Paul and Ryan. Um, They're still your managers? To this day. Not even falling out once? Love them. What? I think the beauty is we can fall out. Oh man, that's deep. And we hold it together. Yeah, go on. So they came and saw me do a song and then we went for a beer and they said, we'd love to work with you, but you can stay here or you can like, you do whatever you want. We're just going to sort of, just going to have a little sort of arm around your shoulder and sort of help guide you. I was like, I would like to come with you. Yeah. I don't know if I want to stay here. So we did that. Uh, and then I went sort of back home to where I'm from, which is a town just sort of north of London called Hitchin, little town. Hitchin, I know Hitchin. Right. I know Hitchin well. Yeah? Yeah, there's the... Exactly, Hitchin. yeah, I know, great, yeah, right? Yeah, the yeah. pub in the Hitchin. Yeah, there's like a couple, there's a supermarket, lots of parking. I worked in a bar. I sort of sorted it so that I could only, I only did day shifts right. in a bar, which is really good. Genius. There's nobody there. Right. Uh, but it meant I had enough money to get on the train and go into London like all the time yeah. uh, to do gigs and open mics and whatever. And um, I went to this place called the Abbey Tavern in Kentish Town. I really like this pub. Yeah. I got a nice little stage in the window. Mm -hmm. And this is, so this is like maybe nearly a couple of years after I met my managers and I was just playing another open mic night and this guy came in with like one of these cameras on oh, his shoulder right. it was a bit hectic it was a bit like you're right we a big to? boy yeah yeah ultimately and I was it seems weird in a, a rogue DOP something like that just that's just nowhere just, just let me film something <laughs> completely <laughs> right he filmed one of my songs and I sort of I, you only get like three songs and I came off stage sort of coming by him to the bar I'm thinking are we gonna chat and he said hey man uh I like your song so I filmed it and he sort of, I guess he sort of saw me look at this massive camera like, He yeah? must be professional. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I know this looks weird. He's like, I, I, I do this for a living and I've actually finished work today and I was just here to have a drink. Rogue DOP. Exactly. You never know you can see. <laughs> I love it. He said, it was a great song. He's like, I've got a nice take of it. I'll, I'll put it on YouTube and you can have that. And I said, oh, thanks very much. Oh, what? This video isn't on YouTube anymore and nobody knows where it is. Wait, do you, know, I, do you know the guy's name? No, I think his name was Ed. Right. That's all I've got. That narrows it down. <laughs> It went on YouTube. Uh, it, it was at a time yeah. when lots of exciting artists that were getting signed were getting like 500,000 views overnight or a million views overnight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Overnight sensations. Yeah. Very exciting. In the space of about six weeks or, I don't know, a couple, two, three months, I got 24, 25 plays. Wow. That was all it was. Separate people or just one guy? I don't even know. Who knows? But somebody watching was this record label in America, in New York, called Republic. You're not... Why are you lying for? This is so true. From the 25 views, one was a... A&R. Yep. And they said, they called my managers. They said, we really love this video. We'd love to meet James, meet you, hear some more songs. We'd love to do it all in New York where fly us over. It's all a bit whirlwind, all a bit exciting. That's actually someone doing their job, you know. It was real. Mate, you were discovered. I actually got found in a similar way. I can't lie. There you go. Yeah, YouTube. Is it a generational thing? Yeah, no, I, I've, I remember we were on MySpace. Rizzle Kicks had the song Down With The Trumpets on MySpace oh. for nine months. Yeah. Nothing. Zilch. How mad is this, right? My friend was having family drinks 
like the least appealing thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I just happened to be walking past this road when he was like, oh, I'm having family drinks, do you want to come over? I was like, I might as well. Went in, met this dude called Toby. He was a wedding photographer, right? Yeah, right. And I'm just, I'm just appeasing him. And we're talking and I'm like, yeah, great wedding photography. <laughs> and he's like, and then he went, I just filmed my family's holiday to Bath. Oh my <laughs> God, show me that. <laughs> and he's shown me, unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. I was like, Gripped. I was like, Toby. And I was like, mate, do you want to make a music video? We literally did it in a day. Sick. 100,000 views on YouTube. Perfect. And I literally, I couldn't even, you know what I mean? Got signed. Love it. And then the first thing they said, take it down. It's wild, isn't it? Take it's... it down. I, I... I was like, 100,000 views. Do you guys know how many that is? Yeah. James Bay got signed off four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, MySpace, just for a second. I know. No, beautiful. I, I, I had a song on MySpace as well that never saw the light of day and rightly so. But like, that was the other thing. I guess the managers who spoke to BIM and sort of said, oh, we'd love to come and have a listen. They sent them like a MySpace link that yeah, I had, right. with like one original song on it. And off that, they were like, yeah, let's go and see them do something live. I did some different song live. MySpace, man. It meant something. Those were the days. Those sweet, innocent, early days of internet stuff. Yeah, for real. I don't know. I feel like I should have been an A&R. I remember when I was about 14 or 15 years old, I was so delusional. I remember direct messaging Ellie Goulding on MySpace being like, you're a great singer. Do you want to do a chorus on one of my rap songs? I love that. I literally maybe had 35 plays on one of these rap songs. Oh, no, I love to it, be though. fair though, she hadn't yet released any like big... I love that you've gone out there. You're just reaching. The other amazing thing about you is you're a body of water. Body of water is true. It was my first big achievement. You're located on the southern tip of Hudson Bay in Canada. My parents, they just went there and they stood next to like the James Bay veterinary practice and did like, had a photo. And then they stood next to like, I don't know, the James Bay crematorium. When you say stood next to? Just, just stood out the front, point right. the sign. They just stood next to it. Had the photo taken. And then that's your name. That's the story. No, no, that's it. They just kind of were doing like... When you say that's the story, do you mean that's how you were conceived by them pointing at a photograph? Do you know how it works? <laughs> do you want, are we doing that? Do you want me to tell you how it works? No. Sorry, now, no, James, no, stop no. gaslighting me. You just got here. You just said the story of your name. No, no. The story of your conception. No, is that I your didn't. I never said conception. Stood by a veterinary practice. <laughs> like that. And then James Bay was just invented. No, no, they, no, I promise. No, this okay. was like five years ago. They just oh, went there. Oh, they visited five. you. Yeah, ultimately. They visited James yeah, Bay. Yeah, they did. They did in right. a really sort of like open-minded sort of random way. Okay, so your parents are a huge James Bay fan. Apparently so. <laughs> Bless them. All under the guise that they had a mate who lived about 30 miles away and they made a little detour. Did they tell you anything about James Bay? It was fine. They said it was fine. Okay, well, I've got some facts about James Bay. Go on then. So James Bay. Changed my mind. What do you know about James Bay? Nothing. Really? Because these questions are going to be... <laughs> if you don't know anything, this is pointless. <laughs> what do I know about James Bay? It's in Canada and... Oh, I'll tell you this. I know. Go on. This is nothing to know about it. I just know that every time I'm flying to America and you've got on the screen, you've got the map of where the plane's going. Yeah. And it always goes over my name. So I get to zoom in, say, all right, that's it. That's an all right. That's me. nothing to know about James Bay. Do you know the maximum surface area? It's got to be quite big. That's not, I can't accept quite big. <laughs> I need some numbers. <laughs> 400. What? That's it, 400. <laughs> uh, it's got to be at least, it's got to be at least 700 square meters. <laughs> 1200 square miles <laughs> whatever it is it's going to be square 700 square kilometers yeah that's what i said that's so wrong it's so wrong it's 68,300 kilometers okay at least it's also a number i found out the other day that i might actually be six foot two i've been telling people i'm six foot one 
Dude, I'm the opposite. That. I'm going to be on six foot one. I'm six foot. Oh, no. <laughs> average depth. My average depth. We should listen to my lyrics, I suppose. I love it. Something like that. Bars. You know. Bars. <laughs> no, but seriously, what's the depth of James Bay? <laughs> the de- so the depth of like, the land? Yes. I'm this? talking about you as a body of water. <laughs> so there's the road. You have to have units of measurement. You can't just say numbers or move your arms. This is crazy. Uh, uh, Do you drive? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're just dangerous. I reckon, I reckon James Bay is about 50 deep. 200 feet. Okay, who's the first European to enter the bay? <laughs> I don't know if we should go that intimate right now. Harry yeah. Hudson. Harry Hudson, great guy. How many European countries have you entered? <laughs> Never enough. Not enough yet. Not enough? No. Have you ever sat down and counted how many, how many no. countries you visited? No. And actually, I had a, a moment recently in Greece, lovely Greece, when I played in Greece. And it was for the first time, but I wasn't sure. I was on stage. And I tried to say, hey, Greece. Yeah. And I just wasn't sure if I'd been there before. First time. <laughs> just I, too much traveling. Just a lot of traveling. And also I was a bit starstruck that evening because Robbie Williams was headlining. And by the way, he was unbelievable. Robbie Williams is a phenomenal performer. Incredibly good. Unbelievable band. Hit after hit. Yeah, come on. Really You and Robbie set. mates now. I don't know about that. He did invite me to play Soccer Aid. That was fun. I don't watch it out of... You've not been invited. Hey, I missed it. I missed the email. I'll give you a couple numbers. We'll, we'll, I'll get you in there. James, I can kick ball. <laughs> this is can. the thing. I've got video evidence. I want to see it. I once scored a goal assisted by Gianfranco Zola. That's what I'm talking about. Who do you support? It must have been soccer at Newcastle. Hey, that's all right. Who do you support? Arsenal. That's all right. I like Arsenal. That's all right. Yeah, I like Newcastle. I, I used to live... What a civil debate no, about football. <laughs> that's beautiful, isn't it? That's lovely. You had an amazing season. Well, yeah, you had a great season. Well, we had a great you season. You had a great season. <laughs> Champions League football. Uh, and First time in years. Nearly... Yeah. I'll stop. <laughs> Mad Saudi investment, but you know, who cares? <laughs> anyway, so did he score in soccer aid? I assisted. Did you? You balling out. You're a bit of a baller. I'll let you say the words. Young Philly assisted him. It was a nice goal. Oh, you know what? I've seen that. Scored a penalty. Well done. I enjoyed scoring the penalty. Well done. I was very nervous. Harley is amazing. Football, I have seen it somewhere, somehow in the last like he played for Hitchin. 12 months that he played for Hitchin. That's how I know Hitchin. I was like, Harley, like, Harley was like, played for is Hitchin. He, is he from Hitchin? No. What were you saying, Hitchin? Yeah, like semi-pro though. I'm like out here. You could play for Hitchin. You could. Actually, that's actually mad. Yeah, Harley, Harley's legitimately good at football. I mean, I'm good at football too. Harley's like been playing consistently for a long time now. I bet you can do it. Listen, your debut album was double platinum. That's crazy. Is that, that's got to be the best feeling ever. Where's your plaques? Uh, all in storage. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Why? Are you moving? I, I did. I moved house in January. Oh, nice. Oh, they weren't on the wall before then, is the, I'm being too, too, too honest. I just feel like there's a running theme that you're not accepting your own accomplishments. When I've got you saying such nice things. Yeah. You know? Um, but all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take nice a leap out of It's nice to be modest, but don't make it toxic. Okay. Toxic humanity. I like that. Okay, that's... Hey, that feels very... Yeah. Step up, bro. Therapy. This I'm is James good. Bay, bitch. I love it. Maybe not bitch. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you asked me if it's like, feels great. Yeah, it feels great. Uh, it really does. But it's when they're reacting to songs and I'm playing live and like the whole Back the River moment and all that stuff. That's, that's the really that's good the thing. Rewards. That's the crazy thing. Do feeling. you actually kind of actively not agree really with the whole thing of like... Uh, I, no, I, I don't not agree with it. It's just too... Like being happy with what you've... You yeah, know, that's being, Are you into yeah. pride? You know, I like being proud of achievements. I've you got that. that. I've got that. You got, you're, I, I've met Donald Glover. You've met Donald Glover. All right, you performed with some absolute greats. You just opened up for Bruce Springsteen. That was a crazy moment because yeah. one of my... Okay, here's my two earliest musical memories. Please. One is the intro noises and music to Bruce Springsteen's song, Born in the USA. I just, it's just a really early... How does that go? Born in the USA. Nailed it. I have, I have like a mild fear of power ballads. Okay. But whether this means anything or not, 
my other earliest musical memory is the theme music to uh, the, the, those early Superman movies with Christopher oh, Reeve. Christopher and they sound similar. Right. Go back and listen. Yeah. Triumphant. Yeah. It just sounds very, anyway. So opening for Bruce was crazy because my dad used to play his music all the time when I was a kid and it just affected me. Did you have a chat with him? Like a couple minutes. Couple mins. Yeah, that was, that was all I needed. All, all I wanted to do is say, you've changed my life along with millions and billions of people's. So thank you so much for that. Uh, he was like a total icon, like the most charming, like, oh. yeah, charismatic, lovely Love guy in the world. Took a picture. Keeping it chill. Took a picture. Oh. Fun. And, he, and was he was like, he was like fashion. Really? It wasn't just any old like jeans and a t-shirt. What was he wearing? I don't know what it was, but it was absolutely fashion so, forward. So like, fashion forward, you can't remember it. Yeah. I've also performed of Ed. Yeah. Ed Sheeran, Lewis Capaldi, Alicia yeah. Keys, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mick Jagger. Yeah. So out of all of those singers, who's the best? Who's the best? Yeah. Who's better than the rest? Yep. As a technical singer, as far as ability goes? You've or? got to say one name. Okay. Uh, Alicia. Ooh. Is there anything particularly, you just think the whole package? Uh, yeah, the whole package. She also, I don't know if you appreciate it, she stands up and plays piano. She stands up? And it's on like a, it's on like a, it's like a little upright piano that's on like a riser. What? It's sort of a really weird situation when you see it. You don't notice it when she's being magical. Right. But in the moment, in like the rehearsal, it's like, like is... oh, and it's like on massive wheels. Dude. It's wild, but she's, she's unbelievable. Let's talk the Brits. Okay. Because we're on the Brits red carpet treatment podcast. We absolutely Do you are. like red carpets? What colour is your carpet? My carpet, uh, I've got a lot of floorboards in my house. I mean, that's what I go with. You Easy know, to clean. Top carpet, sort of white. It's like a sort of white colour, which You're is crazy. probably a terrible idea, yeah, because my daughter's up there and she's a small child. Yeah, that's, that's just... That's a mistake. You haven't had any of the felt tip pens? Not yet, but it's all coming. 2015 was the big year for you. It was yeah. a big year for you, actually. Oh. Not necessarily the big year, but you won Brits... Critics' Choice. Yeah. Uh, you were up against George the Poet. Yes. And years and Years. Yes. Still in communication with either of those guys. Sadly, was never in communication with George, who I think is fantastic. He's great, yeah. That's a shame. Um, Ollie, from Years and Years, uh -huh. is one of the people on the planet who will call me by both my names. Hello, James Bay. How you doing, James Bay? You right, James Bay? He probably thinks it's just one name. Nothing wrong with it. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. it just, I just noticed. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's two syllables. I guess. Just fun. <laughs> sure. There you go. James. James Bay. Hey, James Bay. Is that annoying? Not really. I just noticed it. Yeah. You performed at the British twice in 2016. Yeah, I did. So you had your own performance. Yeah. And you returned to the stage with Justin Bybee. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> Justin Bieber. Sweet, sweet lad. Yes, I did. That was decided. That yeah. was literally put together in the previous like 24 hours. Wow. Because his guitar player, Dan, who's lovely, was suddenly having a baby. What? But in Canada, and he had to be there. <laughs> wow. So he went back to Canada, and uh, Justin's manager and my manager were mates, and Justin's manager said, would James fancy like playing this thing? Oh, was it the one he did with Ed Sheeran? Yeah, the... um, oh, Love yeah. Yourself. Love Yourself. And I'd, been, I'd loved the song, and I'd been playing it on Instagram or something like that. So they were like, James knows that song. Would you like to do this? Da -da -da -da. And I said, yeah, that'd be great. Dope. So me and Justin played table tennis. Great. That was intense. Is he good? Yeah, like in a sort of like, the only choice here is that I win. Yeah. He also, when I went into his dressing room, he's just out of the shower. Towel. But like all hair, like here. What, covering his eyes? And he just sat and we chatted and I could never see his face. You're lying. I'm not lying. He didn't even move the hair out of his eyes. No, it was weird. That's when you know you've made it. I think so. I don't even, even have to see. Someone might have come over and done it for him or clipped it back. 
That's didn't, that didn't happen. I'm just, I'm, I'm embellishing there. But the hair in the face was a thing. Did you accidentally win a point in table tennis? Oh, I definitely won a couple points. And then it dropped and then there was just this moment and you just both look at each other. Oh yeah. And then he went, sorry, I must have slipped. Yeah, 100%. I also imagine that there wasn't any managers involved. Justin Bieber's turned up, the guitarist has run off and then they've turned around and all musicians are just sat in the Brit Awards and goes, does anybody know a goddamn like, guitarist? Is there a doctor in the house sort of thing? Yeah. Absolutely. And then you just go, me. me. I was the only guitarist in the building. In the whole at building. At that Brit Awards, definitely. Um, it was a fun moment. He said, give it up for my boy James. And then he ran off to the big stage. Ever seen him again? Um, don't think so. <laughs> I have been at a couple of parties with him and- In LA? No, yeah, one of them was in Milan. Oh, listen, okay, sorry fashionista. Yeah, man, yeah, look. Love it. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. And I suppose when you're sort of at one of those things and you've not been to much of those things and that was what was happening at the time, I was yeah. very new to that sort of thing. And you sort of walk past the pool table. Were you shocked by like how little energy there were at those parties? Yeah. You were like, wow, people are really here saying nothing. Yeah, I was shocked by being like introduced to Justin Bieber by Ed Sheeran with the sentence, Justin, this is James. He's yeah. got the biggest album in the UK at the moment. Right. It's all about the numbers. Well, for some guys, it's all about the numbers. Ed yeah. loves a number. Ed loves no the disrespect. numbers. I love Ed. Old friend of mine. There man. you go. He's a great lad and he knows about the numbers. And he, he does the them very well. He does. I think if, if anyone, does, if numbers. anyone does, does numbers well, it's Ed. All right. You won British Male Solo Artist Award. I did. Beating Aphex Twin, Calvin Harris. Wow. Jamie XX. Okay. And Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson, same birthday, so we're still good. We're good. You got yeah, the same Mark. birthday as yeah. Mark Ronson? Me, Mark, and Beyonce, no big deal. That's a special day. Feels good. Oh, that's one before Libra. Virgo. You're Virgo. Yeah. I'm Virgo rising. You into that stuff? What does that mean? I, I it means, am. It means I don't I know what that means. It means I've become a Virgo. I'm becoming like you. What, what, when's your birthday? January 25th. I'm an Aquarius. January 25th. I'm a water So you're up bearer. in January, but you're, you've got connections to it's Virgo. It's telling me I'm Virgo rising. Don't, I don't argue with the it, birth chart. I'm, into bro. It. I'm really into it. Are you? I'm legit into it. I just don't understand any of it. Well, when people talk about it, I'm like, wow, this is great. It sounds fun. It does. Sound Some fun. of it is rooted in truth. I love that. You know, because if you think about it, stars are like constantly em emanating this vibration. And love then if it. you're born, there's a particular vibration. It's like a song. Yeah, I mean, like it. my argument is, yeah, if a child was being buffed okay. and someone was playing a certain song, a town called Malice. Yes. And then another song and another kid's being born and they're playing Angels by Robbie Williams. You're telling me they're going to have the exact same life? On the same day, in the same moment, if you play different songs. They're going to be, gonna be vibes like out differently. I'm into that. This is, I'm really into it. It's a star song. I'm into it. Which one of those guys would you most likely go on holiday with? Calvin looks like he has a good time. He's wicked, man. He looks like he sort of sits in the sun really well. Dude, he owns a farm. That'll do. Mark as well, because encyclopedic music knowledge. And he's, yeah, done a bit of chatting about that. And I've enjoyed listening. Me and Calvin Harris, um, whenever I see him, I talk about vegetables. Okay, is he a vegetarian? No, he's got a farm. Ah, he told me. Does he farm a bit of veg as well? Loads of veg. Great. He told me that one watermelon seed creates like seven watermelons. That's strong. That's... Isn't that mad? That gives me hope. All right, what are you up to at the moment? At the moment, I've got a new song coming out, which is always exciting. Goodbye Never Felt So Bad. Goodbye Never Felt So Bad. I guess it's a play on words to a degree, because it, we always say goodbye. It's a play on expectation. Definitely. But has a bye oh, good ever bye. been good when it's wrapped up in there's a romance? Few, there's a few people where for me saying bye has been good. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah, I see it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. All like right. strength. I'm just, I'm just a heart on sleeve singer-songwriter. Right. But out, goodbye never... I, I out listen. there being sad about stuff all the time. It's a great play on words, genuinely. And it's a great song. Thank you very much. Are you excited about it? Because again, you know... I'm excited about it. 
Um, what's been fun this year, this summer, sort of so far with all the touring that we've been doing, and this sort of links back to something we said, what feels like three hours ago. We've talked about it a lot. It's been lovely. We have. It's been, it's honestly, been James, it's been sprightly. Oh. A back and forth. So I was just playing these songs before they come out, which everyone used to be like, no. When I signed a record deal 10 years ago, because I'm an older guy. Yeah. It's fine. Ish. I'll take You're that. young, man. I'll take it. Um, they were all like, don't do that. And I understood it. And everybody was like, that's the way, because then people will film it on their phones and then they'll put it online and then there's nothing exclusive about the song coming out. And I was always like, okay, sure. Right. But now the, the game's changed. The game has changed. So I guess what was happening in like the 70s when there was no like social media. So people just like rehearse their new songs live, work out if fans liked them. Right. Ditch the ones that they didn't like. Yeah. Keep the good stuff. So we've been, it's been fun oh, doing so that. that's based off of a reception from crowds. That's great. Right. And the, the experience has been crazy because... I've been playing, I don't know, I played, I played a show in Lithuania the other day. I've never played in Lithuania before. Another place in Europe. Tick. That James has been into. And uh, <laughs> like they like clapping and singing the words by the third chorus. What? There's a lot of words in that chorus as well, so sure. But um, maybe right. it was like sort of vowel sounds. Yeah, vowel sounds. Rather than the actual. I was humming. You crushed it. Don't. It's beautiful. Don't make me, don't make, <laughs> don't make me sing the wrong lyrics properly. <laughs> Um, so it was really fun doing that. I've never, this is maybe a slightly too sort of geeky and sort of niche fact, but I'd never gone into the studio with the band that I tour with and recorded a song with them. And this is the first time and you've done that? that's kind of old school as well. And I've been, I really enjoy doing that as well. I've done that before. I've I wanted to do that before because of the cohesion that you, right. that you find on tour. Uh, the cohesion and like literally the banter. Like it's, a, it's such a cool energy to sort of take then into the studio. And then when you go back on the road, you're all just reminiscing about how you had a cool time in the studio. A hundred percent. Love that. That's a vibe. And you think fun. it's worked? Uh, yeah, I okay, do. So, but this is, is this for more than one song? Yeah, but we'll go, we'll go steady. There'll be more. And then we're going to go back in the studio again and do it again. Because we only got, we were only in there a short time before. That's album four. It's album four, essentially. I don't know when it's coming out. It's not yeah. even finished. Is it, is it the difficult fourth album? Sure. I, I think, well, let's say that. Because when people say that, it usually means it does really well. It doesn't always. I didn't know that people said difficult fourth album. Usually it's still difficult second album. Difficult second. Did you find that with the second album? I had the best time of my life making my second album, oh, if I'm man. honest with you. That Great. doesn't mean, like when it came out, it doesn't mean it wasn't difficult because ultimately that's a whole different experience. That's, the, that's what they're talking about. That's the, that's that you're not new anymore. But yeah, and you don't, you didn't, you had no control over the, the reaction to your first album and yeah. you find out for better or worse that you just don't have control don't. over what happens once an album's out. No. Nope. Even if you think you put your heart and soul into it. Right. So. Yeah, 100%. Victim of success. The expectations of fame. Low expectations is the key to creative happiness. I literally was watching a little clip of Robert De Niro talking to like this amazing table of like really famous actors, Jamie Foxx, all these different guys. And he was just like, all I've learned, and he's like 75 and he was saying this, like, all I've learned is like, you don't know if things will go good. If they do, you don't know how long it'll stay like that. So he's like, anytime something's ever gone, been going really good for me, he's like, I just, I just lay low. I just stay calm. I stay sort of humble because it could be gone any minute. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. It felt, day. it resonated intensely. That's exciting though. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm well excited for it. Look, putting music out, the appetite for music is crazier than ever. It really is. Uh, it's faster than ever. We can talk about attention spans and all that stuff, which we're all sort of suffering from that. But like, it's still exciting to put a new song out. There's, it feels like there's fans who want a new song for me all yeah. the time, which is a privilege. Yeah. So it's fun to put one out and then we'll put another one out at some point and we'll keep turning that thing around. And that, that's a very cool life to get to live. You're a dad now. I am. How is that? It's good. It's like phenomenal and absolutely terrifying. So- Is it tiring? It seems it's all the cliches. And if I want to even attempt to tell you it's tiring, yeah. then um, it's not compared to Lucy, the 
beautiful mother of my child. That's nice. She's definitely more tired than me because she's a very hardworking mum uh, and I run away onto an aeroplane half the time and go and do a gig and have a bit of a nice sleep. That's hard, man. Well, yeah, that bit is actually quite lovely for me. Yeah, I know, but you, you, should, you need to do more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely right. Stop doing my job. Go and do more. And maybe you're right. And that is an anxiety I walk around with every second of my life. What's, what's your daughter's name? Uh, Ada. Oh, that's a lovely name. Ada, she's a legend. She's more than a legend. And uh, I was going to say, fatherhood, parenthood, it's all the cliches. Yeah. All the cliches that you hear about becoming a dad or a mum or a parent or whatever, uh, they are cliches because they're true and they're happening all the time. you got a dad bod. Oh, I'm going to say thanks. I didn't know you said a cliche. No, I, 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 I'm going to take it as a compliment. James, I've got to be honest with you here. I've absolutely loved this interview. No. I promise you I didn't write this last question. For real. Please. Does Ada have a hat? Unbelievable. Like a hat Does like mine. Have a hat? With like a brim. A mini fedora. No. She has a little sun hat that flaps up at the front. It's very cute. That's all she needs. Does she ever take it off between She's... albums? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. When she when she's got when she's listening to an album, <laughs> she's got a listen hat on, then she takes it off. She goes, <laughs> That was boring. Next thing. <laughs> oh man, James Bay, thank you. <laughs> Pleasure. You've been listening to the Red Carpet Treatment, brought to you by the Brit Awards with MasterCard. Make sure you follow the Red Carpet Treatment on Apple or Spotify so all the episodes get delivered to your device every week. Coming up next week on the Red Carpet Treatment is... Fleur East. Was it weird going back to the X Factor then nine years later as a fully grown woman? I never thought I'd go back, to be honest. I was just like, I've had a taste of it. Not I'm now going to go and make it in the industry on my own. Like, I don't right. need X Factor. Like, and then went on tour with you. Signed to different record labels, was in different groups. Yeah. I tried so many different ways to make it and it just wasn't happening. Right. And then I was watching X Factor as I did every year because I was a huge fan of the show with my husband. Because you love reality television. Love reality TV. Love it. And my husband was like, do why it. do we watch this every year and you're just not auditioning? And I was like, you don't get it. Before <laughs> we got together, I did it when I was 16 and it was a whole experience and you just think it's easy, but it's really intense. Yeah. And then he just applied for me online. And then I got an audition date. And he applied I, for you? Yeah. Yeah. He sat next to me and went, let's just have a look at the application. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah. okay. And then he just pressed send and I was like, huh? Wow. And then that was it.